0: Welcome to my podcast, Pension Trends Plus with Atara, bringing you up-to-date information on pension funds, securities class action litigation, and all things related to your portfolio. I am Atara Hirsch, Securities Class Action Attorney at AFN;T in New York City. Today, I' am here with a dynamic guest, Sulema Peterson. Many of you will know Sulema in her role as Executive Director of SACRs, the State Association of California County Retirement Systems, representing 20 California counties. In her capacity as Executive Director, Sulema is responsible for the implementation of SACRs' strategic plan and visions, including managing their events, overseeing the day-to-day business operations, and editing their publications, including the renowned and respected SACRs Magazine. Sulema's gifts of organization, attention to detail, creative imagination, contagious enthusiasm, and the ability to cultivate strong relationships has earned her reputation for unparalleled excellence as an association management professional. She is an active member of the event industry and believes in giving back to the community and industry through volunteering and sponsorship of local programs. We are so happy to have this amazing and industrious guest with us today. Sulema, how are you?
1: I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing Crazy. well, thank you. Crazy times
0: we're in. OMG, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you know, you and I go back a few years. I've been an attorney who's attended the SACRIS conferences for the last several years. And I have to say, you do a really great job with this event. You put together a panels of a panel of amazing, interesting speakers. Everything always runs smoothly and seamlessly, or at least it seems that way from Aaron. Um, but really what strikes me most about the SACRAS events is how everybody really seems to enjoy themselves so much. You know, when I speak to the funds and the trustees and even the attorneys, everyone always says at SACRAS, you know, it feels like family here. Mm-hmm.
1: And I'm wondering, you know, how do you accomplish that? You know, we have a very, that the SACRAS culture, our family vibe, um, we integrate the networking with our education to uh, uh, focus on, on really getting relationships built and um, curated at our conferences. That, that is our focus to help the trustees meet our business professionals. And, and over the years, you know, I've been work with the group since 2002, um, we really have developed a more collegial family style of conference. And I think it flows over into people's personal lives when they are other conferences or when they have meetings with their professionals. It really just um, spills over into a day-to-day lifestyle. And I think when we all get together, you know, 700 people, we... Yeah. we Kumbaya the entire week.
0: <laughs> yes, it's really true. There's just a great vibe. And, you know, I often say when I go to conferences, so much can be learned, obviously, in the sessions and, and putting together big sessions and important sessions with great mm-hmm. topics are really key to a good conference. But I think so much of what goes on in the learning is the interaction between the people outside yeah. of the class, we, right?
1: Absolutely. You know what we encourage and I know that since you've been to our conferences, um, our participation at each session is generally 80%, you know, 90, yeah. uh, 700 people for four days and you have yes. 80% to 90% of the people in class that gives the opportunity for our professionals to um, to talk to our trustees and our staff members at the county level and and discuss sessions and education that we've all been learning. And we share that common um, knowledge. And I think it just builds on what, what we do for SACRs is that we, we help people network. We help build relationships. And in that, um, the education component of it, the crossover opportunities, um, elevates the conference and elevates that relationship to the next level.
0: Yeah, I really believe that's true. So tell me, I mean, um, we're talking now in the midst of, you know, the (laughs) COVID-19 pandemic. How did your conference look different this year?
1: Yeah, you know, um, I think I mentioned to you uh, pivoting. Everybody had to pivot, including you, you know, uh, (laughs) we're all working from home. If you're on the East Coast in New York, you're You've been sheltering in place for quite some time right. out here in California. Some of our, um, we've hit some of our positive phases of threes and fours. And so we're opening back up, but uh, our conference is an in-person conference. And yeah. Sackers has never had a full conference um, canceled. I looked back over the years into the nineties and we did cancel our spring conference. Uh, people could not travel to California and we can't have a, a, meetings of over 10 people and within a very short notice, uh, we had to find a solution and we uh, presented our webinars over the conference dates. We turned many of our general sessions into uh, webinars and we offered them to our membership at free at no, no charge. Wow. Our mission is to educate and we know that our trustees out here in California have a mandated amount of hours that they had to earn right. and some of them, you know, if they're in that um, fragile age of 65 and over, right. they, they weren't going to be going anywhere. So we right. knew that they had to get their education hours. So we quickly um, put our heads together and, <laughs> and uh, jumped right into webinars and online education learning.
0: And that's not something you had ever done before. So you really had to learn like a whole new language and teach a whole bunch of speakers, right? Exactly. A new language, yeah, right? <laughs> not
1: Everybody has participated in a webinar, but online learning for adults is, um, it, it's it's been out there for a long time, but it wasn't a focus of ours. Many of our, our trustees are, are more senior in age, and and sometimes, sometimes you know, technology can be intimidating. Yes. yes. Uh, but they they got jumped right in there with me. You know, they had many calls before our webinar. Salima, how do I connect to Zoom? How do I get my <laughs> microphone? And I'm happy to help them. And uh, we had great participation for each session. We had two weeks worth of webinars. Wow. We're Amazing. gearing up uh, for our summer series, and we'll be uh, presenting webinars in June and July. And hopefully, you know, it'll, it'll, add, they'll see their value of their membership. And I'm hoping that um, all the speakers uh, by now have had many, many Zoom conversations right. and webinars, and everyone's pretty technology savvy now.
0: Yeah, you know, it's funny you say that like um, children with school, right? I have three mm-hmm. school age children. And, you know, they really seamlessly picked up Zoom. <laughs> like, it was just second nature. Watch the TV. Right? Yes, they're all, they all and
1: have no, screen time. So they recognize, like, right, this is screen time. Okay. Right.
0: Exactly. And within literally, they could like figure out everything, you know, teach me things that I was like, oh, I didn't realize you could do that. Yeah. Um, did you know you could touch up your parents with one click? Who knew? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, but I rem- I remember trying to get my dad. I said, you know, mm-hmm. wouldn't it be fun? You could see the kids. Oh my goodness. It was at least Forty minutes just to get him like connected to Zoom, and then oh, he's like, "Oh, this is
1: hard." But now right. he can't. Yeah, and now he's it, so
0: he feels yeah. so empowered. He's like, "Wow, I did it!"
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, same thing. Same thing happening on our end. Salma, so, my I, my iPad doesn't have Zoom. Okay, well, right. no one's iPad has Zoom. Right. But let's try to and figure that one out. Right. But to your point, for the speakers, I have many speakers mm-hmm. whose teaching style is um, energetic, and, and right. potentially mm-hmm. in, in person they pace. And when you're in a meeting, hands moving and facial expressions really convey part of what they're trying to teach. Right. I and think that's true. online teaching is, is totally different. So we did work with them. We hired a professional um, technology team oh, wow. to help us work through some of those challenges of how do we help this person get their message across with their personality intact. And um, we were really fortunate and uh, found a great uh, technology team here in Sacramento. And they've been working with us and converting everything and working with speakers. And um, it, it's worked, it's a good partnership. It's been a good partnership. And I do foresee us uh, continuing with online education offerings uh, into, the, into the year. And, and hopefully
0: we'll all see each other in, in person. That yeah, would be great. Yeah. Can't wait. <laughs> no. That will be great, but I think it's great that you were able to, like you said, pivot so quickly mm-hmm. and so professionally without, like, really losing anything for your members. Um, I'm a huge fan of your SACRAS magazine. I really, <laughs> I really enjoy it. It's, it's interesting. It's informational. Um, you don't make it, you know, boring on any level. Which a lot of, you know, pension stuff. Let's face it. There, there could be some aspect to it that's not the most interesting topic. But you always find a way to highlight things in a in a great way. So. I mean, you have to be like a journalist, an editor, everything to put together a magazine like this. How are you doing that?
1: You know, we have a great membership, affiliate membership. Um, we curate our articles from the members and we uh, fish through everything, take a look at what's happening in the market, right? Um, topic specific sometimes to what our conferences might be offering. Right. And I work with... Uh, design team that helps me with the actual uh, production of it but um, it really comes down to the members providing us educational good educational articles we have a no marketing policy Uh, and that has really kept us in that area of education completing our mission offering the best to our membership Um, as the editor you know our board can um present articles, right. but they really don't have an oversight of the content within it. And I think that has also helped in navigating, you know, uh, warm water territory of political right. agenda or right. preferences of investment style or strategy, maybe at their own retirement systems. Right. And and they are all 100% supportive of of the magazine, of my efforts. And, um, everybody loves, you know, seeing themselves at the conference at the last couple of pages that I throw in. Who uh, <laughs> right. doesn't love to see yourself with your best, best buddies at, at enjoying yourself at, at, at a conference. Right. But honestly, the membership, Atara, our membership is fantastic. We have some of the best professionals out there participating on our committees and at the conferences and offering, uh, educational, uh, articles, that really add value they and do. we do still print. I, I have I, I know that it's frowned upon with some folks out there, but we use a um, print shop that uses uh, recycled paper and they are here in Sacramento uh, highly regarded for their uh, environmental efforts. But we do print because many of our trustees are at home and they're not reading right. an, an online article or right. an online blog or journal. They like to get the piece of paper at home right. and take their time and... And uh, it's worked out well for us.
0: No, I I understand the whole environmental issue, but I think you also, like you said, you have to be respectful to your demographic Mm -hmm. and know who they are. And a lot of trustees really come from the age where reading online publications is really not what they want to do and not what they feel comfortable with. Mm -hmm. So I think that it's great that you're mindful of that, and, and I'm sure they appreciate that. I want to talk a little bit about, you know, um california it's a it's a unique state uh, much like new york in the sense that we have a a high cost of living Mm -hmm. what do you foresee um is going to happen with returns you know in in the in the near future because of the pandemic and because of what's been going on with pension funds and the stock market
1: well for us right now our tax base is completely depleted uh people um our county treasurer, well, and I, and I speak to the counties, they, they, they are going to be struggling. What, California has 53 bill, million, billion in, in, uh, in debt now that COVID has hit us. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I wish you know there was a magic eight ball, but I think at this point, people are, are still forecasting and looking day to day, but short term, nothing down the road as they announced our recession, uh, people can strategize based on previous recession um, outcomes, but I think COVID nineteen changes the game for everybody.
0: Yeah, it's like nothing we've ever seen before, so it's no, not it's like a, you can really forecast.
1: No, and I think it's been a, a, a huge equalizer in that uh, many of our investment institutions being completely put on pause the month of the month of March. Mm-hmm. Everyone figuring out how to how to manage their businesses in April, and right. people reaching out to their to their clients and um, connecting with investment professionals has been the same for everyone. There wasn't a bigger budget that could get somebody in front of a final. There wasn't um, a better you know player in the field that was that was managing some some secret return number. Everybody had to pull on their connections, their network and their and their clients that they're close to. And like I guess a, a great equalizer because what you've been building as a, when your client base in a relationship um, really came into play. It's really yeah right.
0: It really has. And I, I guess we're gonna have to see, like you said,' it's, it's day by day, month to month. Yeah. there is no real long term here as of yet. No. So, you know, we'll have to see where everything goes. Is there going to be, you know, a second wave? How is that going to complicate (laughs) matters? Right? Yeah. You know, opening up is
1: scary. I know that New York has been taking their time doing it. Uh, Sacramento has, there's seven counties here in California that opened up sooner, um, that hit a phase three and immediately jumped in. And we are seeing spikes. They are on watch. Sacramento County happens to be one of them, which is where we're headquartered. And uh, it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Right, right. It will, yeah.
0: So you think there'll be a conference in person in November? What do you think? You know
1: what? I'm hoping for, (laughs) fingers crossed, I'm hoping that we can offer a hybrid. Um,
0: Okay, I like that.
1: Yeah, we're going to be down in Palm Springs and Indian Wells. And um, it's in the desert. So we're hoping the heat, does yes. something like they they've said the heat kills it Right. but uh i do feel like we could we could potentially see a hybrid folks that don't want to go will be streaming it online and folks that want to drive in maybe not open to traveling quite yet on a plane but are local and can drive in the hotel is working with us on all of our social distancing requirements so we will be addressing that they have implemented all new kinds of cleaning regimens and right. um, meeting state requirements for opening um, and they do have space for us to be able to meet six feet apart. Oh, wow. So that part I, I'm, I'm happy about. There are golf courses nearby. The networking can still happen. You can take a client um, to a nearby location. Even right. restaurants down there are opening. So it's not 100% closed off. I know that fear and um, and... The potential risk for some yeah. of my trustees because they are in that older generation yeah potentially you know they may not show up in person but I think that they will for sure participate via online and we'll have online activities for folks and we we'll, we'll, I think a hybrid is what we're looking for, what we're, we're, what we're getting to today. I can't tell you for sure. The hotel isn't even open. Right. So. Who
0: knows? Yeah.
1: Yeah. The <laughs> hotel is.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, the I hotel- will say if my children could do virtual play dates and <laughs> then, right. then we can do, you know, virtual, exactly. you know, meetings where we're, we're still entertaining.
1: Exactly. Exactly. So.
0: I want to talk for a minute about um, women in investment. Um, you and I mm-hmm. both are women, and I, I, we're in the investment world. Women mm-hmm. are definitely underrepresented in this area. Yeah. Um, but I'm happy that I you told me that Sackers now okay. has their first diverse woman who's going to be president. Can you tell me a little? Yes. I think her name yeah, is Vivian. Yeah,
1: Vivian Gray. Vivian Gray, who is an attorney uh in los angeles county she's on the lacera board of trustees and she serves as our current vice president with Sackers. and um the elections are are being held and by july i think july 31st she um is slated to become our next Uh, president there isn't anyone running against her so I'm hoping that that all plays out but she's our first woman of color we are a institution that started in 1956 so
0: um,
1: I'm really proud of her involvement her uh, energy that she brings to the table um, it's super helpful to have an attorney
0: Always, <laughs> on the right. board. We're good yep, to have yep. Nothing like times. another attorney's <laughs> opinion, but sometimes right. it, it
1: really plays out well for us. Right. But, uh, she's fantastic. And she <clears throat> currently is the <clears throat> chair of the program committee. And so when you talk, when you highlighted some of the speakers and or the conference style that we have, it's because of her leadership, um, driving our committee, uh, uh, being open to suggestions from from my perspective of bringing in top-notch speakers and right. um, raising the bar each time. We've added a couple new elements to the conference uh, if you attend in person and, and it is an experience like you mentioned. And as program chair, she's really loved that charge.
0: That's great. No, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited for you to have that because yeah. I think that's such a great milestone to have reached. So congratulations. Thank and you. Yeah, I look forward yeah. to meeting her.
1: <laughs> yeah. You know, she's a great gal, uh, sharp as a tack and uh, uh, very approachable. I think everyone's really going to enjoy uh, soccer the next couple of years under her leadership. I think it will be, a ch- it'll be challenging for her because of what we're facing with COVID-19, yeah. but she's ready for the job. She's going to rise to the occasion.
0: Absolutely. (laughs) So tell me, I know you also do some work on behalf of the um, prohibition officers of California. CPOC, Chief Probation Officers here in California.
1: Uh, Yeah, CPOC is an organization for the uh, chief probation officers. They um, host, uh, very similar to us, uh, training uh, for their probation officers throughout California. And uh, when COVID 19 hit, I also helped them convert their uh, conference into an online uh, format. And I help with their regional trainings. And really, what I do for them is produce their conferences along with their team. They have a wonderful team of volunteers that um, uh, develop the actual educational content because I'm not an expert in uh, the probation area or law enforcement. But they have wonderful volunteers that put in a lot of time and the state also offers up um, volunteers to help produce their content. And then uh, they step away and I do work my magic and a conference happens and they have a really, they've actually grown and are offering um, more online training than ever before because all of their folks, uh, of course, are, are staying in the field and managing their, their
0: client base. Right. So that so this actually makes it easier for them if they yeah. could do things online. That's yeah. great. So tell us a little bit. I know everyone's you know, would love <laughs> to hear just a little about your background personally, how you got into this field. You yeah. know, what's your what's your story?
1: It is always interesting. You, people ask me at Sackers conferences, um, some of the investment topics. Uh, I'm not an investment professional I'm, while I've been managing uh, Sackers for almost 20 years now. Um, I don't have an investment background, but I've learned a lot over the years. And um, they, how, do you, how, did, how did that happen? You know, uh, back in the day, I worked in the Capitol and I um, was a staffer for the Assembly Local Government Committee and the Assembly Rules Committee, uh, met my husband and um, he, his family had a uh, lobbying firm and immediately went into, you know, the other side of the fence and uh, he passed away and I stayed on with the firm with my late father-in-law. And when he passed away, my um late mother-in-law and I sold the business and the partners uh took one of us his partners and they said, you know what, we want you to stay on, why would you leave? And over the years, um, from the lobbying legislative advocate position, moving to association management, moving into meeting planning, um, I originally took on sackers, like I said, back in two thousand and two and never left. It was my home, it's been my home. So over the years, just slowly progressed into this uh, association management meeting professional with some legislative background. And right. it's worked. It, the timing has been right. I have two children, and over the years, I uh, put both of them through college. And, wow. You look and, so young. I can't uh, believe you have
0: children in college. But thank Graduated you. college.
1: Woohoo. Wow. Um, Amazing. Go Gales. My son is a St. Mary's Gale. Amazing. And, <laughs> and it is one of those things where uh, the board our membership, uh, the firms, and my late father-in-law saw the value in what I had to offer and, um, you know, over the years promoted me to, you know, executive event um, director and for other clients and And in 2017, I decided, you know, I'm really ready to go out on my own. The kid, I'm empty nester. The kids are gone. That. I'd really just like to, to, to jump in and see what I can do there. And fortunately, uh, it's worked out. So, yeah, as a no. startup, they say if you last three years, you're good to go. And I'm, I'm going into my third year.
0: So, you're here and, to stay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I have crossed. to say, from an outsider's perspective, Sir Lemma, I never saw the transition. Like, I did not even realize that anything was different. You handled I love that. it so seamlessly. I so love that here. Thank uh, it you so really, much. really is. We worked amazing. really,
1: we worked really hard to make that happen, Atara. Uh, it was really important to me that the membership um, didn't didn't feel the hiccup, didn't feel the bump, and of right. course, behind the scenes, it was uh, overwhelmed. I was overwhelmed sometimes, right? But I have a good team, and I have a good support base, and I have a great board that believed in me. And I and I think when that happens, there are so many possibilities for positive things to happen.
0: I, I think that's so true. And, and I have to say, you know, it's interesting you said you don't have a formal background in investments. Um, but, you know, it's definitely another language. Whenever I, I go to a board meeting um, and I speak to trustees and I meet with my clients and, the, and a lot of them say, you know, we're just board members. We're trustees. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe they were a police officer or a teacher. You know, they didn't have a background either when they came on. But you know what? This is something that if you listen and you pay attention and you ask, that's I think so key is asking the right questions and not being afraid to ask. You really can learn so much
1: from those around you. I tell people all the time. You. I would consider me a new trustee and explain <laughs> whatever whatever it is that you're trying to promote. Explain it to me like you would a new trustee. And if I understand it, they'll understand it. And if right. I understand it and I can help you In that communication delivery with a trustee i'd be i'm happy to do it and i know that you've been to the conferences and i'm very open about introducing people and and connecting the right um board member to the right affiliate member but uh i always say if if it's so over my head you're gonna lose somebody and i've been in you know this field for quite some time and it's not new to me but you it is it is one of those communication yeah Uh, styles you got to navigate it but um, new trustees appreciate uh, assistance but not dumbing it down just help us out and they're so eager to learn they They really really are
0: are. they are and what's amazing is you know they're they're Sometimes you know there are varying ages, but you know after you know twenty five, I'm just going to throw out that number. It's harder to learn and to (laughs) see. Don't (laughs) let just say that. (laughs) Um, So most of them are definitely older than that, but somehow they are learning it even at advanced ages, and it's really nice Mm -hmm. to see. And I think it's because they they really do care about their pension portfolios. And their obligations as fiduciaries, you know, which Absolutely. as a securities class action attorney, you know, I'm always so happy to see that because um, the fiduciary responsibility is not to be underestimated. So yep. it's always nice to see these conferences that are well done, that are put together, and really providing that information for for funds in a yeah. way that they can really understand and then, and then bring back.
1: Yeah, I strongly encourage our county employees, the retirement system employees, they mm-hmm. attend our conferences as well. And so many times I, I, go, I approach women and let them know you might not be on the board today, but you're the bench.
0: Right.
1: And and you should be learning these. Um, they're eager and wanting to learn more about the investment strategy that their board might be participating right. in. And they attend our conferences for the same reasons, because building from the bench is the best place where you're going to get new trustees um that have a have an edge up and and so quite frequently i i do take time to talk to our staff members and encourage them take more investment training classes that uh and other public pension and um associations offer because you're you can be one of the new leaders you can be the new generation of trustee that not only understands how the retirement system works but you know the players and now you know most of and or some of what your education, what your uh, investment strategy is. That's
0: and so and they
1: do. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, it's so true. It's been a real pleasure talking with you. I don't want to leave without asking you, how are you alleviating or managing your stress during these very stressful times? Uh, give, give us a tip for all these <laughs> yeah. for all us women.
1: <laughs> long, long walks. At the beginning of COVID-19, uh, my partner and I were walking together and we were doing five milers, six milers. And over the, the months um, now, I, I've been taking my walks on my own, listening to online books. Um, I've been really busy. And I know everyone has Marie Kondo to their apartment or their <laughs> room or somebody, you know, me and my brother who's in DC has put in new tiling uh, flooring. And I said, I said to Joe, like, you know, should I feel bad that I haven't done anything? <laughs> and he said, no, do not feel bad. You have been working your tail off. Right. And some people maybe um, have been blessed to be able to work from home. And I'm one of those people. Right. So I'm very thankful that I have a job. And I take that stress as, you know, a badge of whatever it might be for COVID-19. But um, of late, it's walking. And then uh, girlfriends, a yeah. couple girlfriends and I, I, I and uh, some of Sacker's affiliates, um, we just have some really fantastic professionals out there. And we connect on Zoom maybe once or twice a week, different mm-hmm. groups. But um, they participate in in like weekly just get togethers. Doesn't always have to be cocktail hour. Right. But that has been helpful seeing people's faces and talking to them. I think that's so true. Those two things have really, really been. Been helpful the past couple of months.
0: Yeah, I think that's great. I think doing Hacking. something that you enjoy, like walking yep. in a leisurely way, listening to, like you say, music or a podcast it's, or whatever, is exactly. really great.
1: Here really in California, great. our trails have been closed for um, some time, but we've been able to head up to the hills and and go hiking. And hiking outside is so nice, and it gets you out of town. And yes. and um, while you're social distancing on the trail, and you're, you know, we've been able to go together because we've been quarantined together. Um, it's been nice to just get out, get yeah. out and, and sweat Fresh a air,
0: sunshine, vitamin D. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> it's all good for you. Well, thank you again so much for coming on. I think oh. this was a real pleasure. It's thank always great to talk me. to you. You are doing so many wonderful things in the industry and for us women. So I applaud you. And it was just really a pleasure speaking. Thank you. Thank you, Atara. Okay. Bye for now.